This is Prayer Room Companion, episode 83, recorded January 5th, 2012. What to do with a year that's new. Welcome to Prayer Room Companion. I'm your host, Chris Bergwald. And I am Father Andrew Dickinson. And welcome to the new year. Happy New Year, Father, and still Merry Christmas, I can say. It's, uh, what's today, Thursday the 5th, I think, right? Yes, well, isn't Christmas technically until the 15th or whatever this year? No, no, it's it's until Monday. All right. <laughs> no, Sunday is the Epiphany. Yes. And Monday is the Baptism of the Lord. I don't remember if, if the Baptism of the Lord is the official beginning um, of ordinary Monday time or is the last day of the Christmas season. Sometimes Sunday or Monday? Is I was hoping season. that Sunday was the Baptism of the Lord, the Sunday after the Epiphany. But I suppose nope. they cut it short down. That's, that's a pain. It's Monday. Monday. When, when the Epiphany falls on Sunday, Baptism Monday. Um, so as we get into the new year, uh, just a, a reminder that if, if there are any topics that you like Father and I, and w- want to mention this beginning of the podcast, um, if there's anything that you want Father and I to discuss, any questions you have, anything like that, um, let us know. We are always more than happy to, uh, to consider uh, what we want to we want to make this an interesting and enjoyable podcast. Interesting, at least. Enjoyable, I don't know. That's we got further to go on that, I think, Father. Anyway, uh, you can contact uh, me. Each of these email. harder done than said. Exactly. You can contact, contact me by email at cbergwald at sfcatholic.org. That's C-B-U-R-G-W-A-L-D at sfcatholic.org. We always appreciate feedback. If you have any comments, any past podcasts as well, we'd love to hear them. Uh, as uh, I would love to hear them. I think you would too as well, Father. Yes? I would love to hear feedback. I, I thought so. I knew it. So um, anyway, but t- for today, Father and I thought we're, we're just uh, five days into the new year. thought we could talk a little bit about something that people commonly do right around or by this time of the year, and that is New Year's resolutions. Father, did you make any New Year's resolutions yourself this year? Why, yes, I did. Um, are, it, would you like to share them with me and our many, many listeners? Well, certainly. But do, do you want to just share them like this, or do you want some build-up, some dynamics of what goes into creating a New Year's a resolution for a priest or things like that? No, not really. <laughs> Father, what goes into creating New Year's resolutions for a priest? Well, Dr. Bergwald, a deep <laughs> reflection and very much prayer. And assessment of what went on in the year that's just been concluded. <laughs> that's very interesting, Father Andrew. Would you mind elaborating on that process for us now? Why, certainly, Dr. Bergwald. One thing that I've... For <laughs> <laughs> the past couple of years, it seems like uh, I've been able to have, find some time, some quiet time at the end of December, before mm. Christmas, after Christmas, uh, for some of that reflection. Even like earlier in December, just kind of looking at the year... Just saying, all right, wh- I'm going to have a new beginning coming June 1st. What can I do with this new beginning coming June, July, January 1st? Whatever month <laughs> what of J, J it is. J, J. Yeah. All these J months. Jays. Um, so, uh, J April. Um, the month of J. Get it? No? J August? That's Let's a runner's go. Moving on. <laughs> What's a runner's favorite month? Joggist. 
we, we need to, we need some sound effects. Uh, we put do, in. we do. We need to get our producer extraordinaire on the sound effects. Bill, edit, uh, edit, uh, uh, drum roll and, and snare. Or uh, no, 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 no. Um, symbol clash in there. Thanks. A snare roll and symbol. Is that what you? Snare doing? roll and symbol. There we go. <clears throat> So anyway, so some time reflection, some prayer. This year I uh, had a little retreat time up with some uh, monks, the Blue Cloud, monks at Blue Cloud Abbey. I just joined them for a couple of days for some silent prayer on my own, just joined them for meals and prayer time. And, um, but uh, uh, just, just going there looking, say, oh, what, what are the ways that maybe I need to trim the fat, if you were? What are the things that maybe I need to uh, tighten up? Um, so... Uh, so that I could um, try and get um, some things together as far as uh, um, to just to make my life more open to the Lord. Kind of be my basic question. What's the things I can do to make my life more open to the Lord? Okay. Which is a great question. Indeed. And I think what the, the important thing, um, is, the crucial thing is, is that you, you, that you spent time in prayer about that. I think um, I haven't made any specific New Year's resolutions this year. Um, I know that though in the past when I have, um, whether they're about my spiritual life or, you know, the more typical, you know, exercise more, eat less, or read more, watch less TV, whatever it is, um, too often I've done them with insufficient discernment, without sufficient discernment. Uh, yeah. Not praying and asking and, 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 you know, it's, it's one of those things where, okay, intellectually, I know that God knows what is best for me, desires what is best for me, wants what is best for me. Um, and that if I ask him, uh, he will, he will tell me. I saw that, so I know that intellectually, but, but in terms of actually then asking um, in a serious and, and deliberate manner, intentional manner, you know, in prayer, what God's will is for me, maybe the things I need to focus on for the coming year. Um, I don't do that. I just go about it sort of the every day. Oh, I need to do this, so I'm going to do this, and you know, I make it for a few weeks, maybe a couple months, and then blah blah blah. It, it sort of peters <laughs> out. Sorry, so, was, sorry, what was that? <laughs> blah blah blah. Um, so so trying, you know, what I, again? I haven't made any specific resolutions, but just trying to be more faithful in my prayer life so that I can more ably. Um, discern what God's will is for me in, in the short term, but then, of course, down the road for longer term as well. But anyway, so I, I really appreciate the fact that the, the emphasis that you gave and talking about the emphasis that you gave on, on prayer. Um, and you said, well, curious question I had had when you, t you mentioned you spent some time with the monks at Blue Cloud um, mm -hmm. so, so for a couple of days was just some time for personal quiet prayer. Um, and any regardless of maybe how you did it in particular on those couple of days, any advice you might give from that experience or your or other experiences on how, how others might go about doing something like that? I mean, what do you, what do you do when you do that? Uh, read scripture. Uh, I try not to read other books. Um, try to get a couple, three or four holy hours. Um, what else in that way? Um, sleep. Yeah. It's always good to make decisions on a good amount of sleep. 
right? Yeah, and I don't know if I'm going to. I'll tell you what I was about to say. Talk more about that. I don't know if there's really more to say, but I think that's an important point. I know that you know one of uh, the sweet part. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, we we know. I mean, in a certain sense, that sleep, lack of sleep, is more debilitating than lack of food. Hmm. And, I, and I think. Yeah, and, uh, let me open up my uh, uh, wild guess file and pull out a quote that I have no idea where this quote comes from, but I'm going to say it anyways. Yes. Um, does it say something you can die faster from lack of sleep, from lack of food? I don't. I think. I think that's true. I do think that's true. Yes, I've seen something to that myself. So there you go. Um, but I. You, anything you receive from God, you receive through a human psychology, a human intellect, a human personality. And so in order to best receive whatever God might be desiring to give you, you need to make sure that your humanity is refreshed in that way so that um, you can receive things well. When we're tired, when we're cranky, some certain things are, I should say when we're tired, especially maybe when we're at a point like, I was pretty exhausted at the end of the semester, just kind of the way my semesters end up is I'm pretty exhausted. But when you're tired that way, when you're worn down, um, it just seems to me that uh, everything's exaggerated. You know, highs are higher, lows are lower, um, and you know, things get exaggerated. And so to be able to have that clarity, that patience to listen in that regard, it just makes total sense in my mind to be well-rested uh, when you want to make some sort of discernments or decisions. I know that uh, a mutual friend of ours and my pastor, Father Jim Mason, who's the director of, of Brew Tree Retreat Center um, in the diocese. Um, Father Jim talks about you know what the, the spiritual or the uh, the silent retreats that are offered at Broom Tree for men, for women, sometimes for couples. Um, he encourages people to take naps uh, and to rest during that time because it's so it's so hard in our um, in our culture. Uh, in the world in which we live, to get that rest that we need, I, I know that <clears throat> I was I was um, home um, for for a few days over Christmas, and it's so easy to rather than just going to bed early, oh, get on the internet and surf the net for a little bit, oh, yeah. watch some TV, da, 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 da. and so it, the the classic thing which so many people talk about, I come home from vacation more exhausted than maybe <laughs> I was before, or certainly no less exhausted. I need a vacation um, for my vacation. Exactly, um, but but if you can go to a place like a like a monastery or like a retreat center where there is no TV, where there is no internet, where there is no phone really, um, but to just to spend that time and rest. Pray in the context of rest. Rest in the context of prayer. Uh, I, I do think that's something that uh, is is crucial, and I, I, that we don't think about that. We, that we don't think about enough. Right, and and again, just go back to that. You re what you receive from God, you receive through your human psychology. You know, you human, and Saint Thomas Aquinas said that grace builds on nature. Right. And so like at Broom Tree Retreat Center or just in the hospitality at the Monks of Blue Cutoff or other opportunities you might have that way. Um, it's an important thing is just to go there and rest. Um, right. You know, the uh, I, I've directed the Sire Retreat Center at Blue, uh, down at Broom Tree Retreat Center as well. And it's, you know, rest and eat. 
right. Right. Uh, there's a, and of course at Broomtree Retreat Center they take that story from First Kings of uh, Elijah the prophet where he's underneath the broom tree hence they call it broom tree and uh, the uh, the angel of the Lord awakens him and says uh, uh, wake and eat or else the journey will be too much for you and so God God cares for you in your physical reality in that way because he knows that's the way that you best receive him right Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah he, go ahead. Sorry. Another thing that way too is to think about, um, uh, you know, in the Bible, how many times does God appear to someone in a dream? Mm -hmm. Why do you think He appears to them in a dream? Because mm -hmm. they're too stinking tired to listen to Him in real life. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. Yes. Anyways, so 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 we got we got off of that because I asked you what you did at. Uh, Yes. Uh, and among other things, you mentioned rest. So, so good. So, um, so the fruit of that, um, or anything else about in that process of uh, of discernment that you think would be worth sharing before we get to the exciting conclusion. <laughs> well, no, I just think I think most of us maybe we do our New Year's resolutions, or we commonly hear about them out of maybe desperation, mm. or out of sadness, or out of difficulty. Um, or we do them out of maybe feeling like in some way uh, being afflicted by others or by ourselves or by God, you know. I better change this or no one's going to change this. They're going to throw me out. I better change this. Or I'm no good, whatever right. it might be. Again, that's kind of a wrong place to make a decision from. And you had talked about uh, enjoying reading uh, this Advent, uh, Dr. Bergwald, uh, a book uh, uh, on that precise issue of kind of listening where your decisions are coming from. Yeah, Father Timothy Gallagher, uh, uh, I think, is at least in cer certain circles becoming um, pretty well known for um, the books that he's written, the retreats he's given um, on Ignatian that is St. Ignatius of Loyola, the discernment of spirits according to St. Ignatius of Loyola, just being attentive to um, the spirits of consolation and desolation um, that work in our hearts, that work in us um, every day. Just being attentive to how um, we are responding to God or to our own sinfulness or to the temptations of the world or the devil. Um, and, and, and then, of course, how how to how we respond to those those promptings within our heart. Uh, it was a great book. I've I've had it on my shelf for a few years. I'm glad I read it. It's a book that you know I, I know I'm going to have to go back and read. It's not you know, of course, a book like that's not something that you just read through. Oh, that's great. I, I'm going to do that. <laughs> it certainly, is, it's going to merit uh, uh, a reading. Exactly. Um, so so trying to integrate that into my prayer life. But just being attentive uh, that way to what God is calling me to do and being attentive to avoid, again, the temptations, wherever they come from, myself, the world, or the devil. Uh, you know, one thing I think, Father, that we really didn't do up front before we get again to the exciting conclusion about your specific resolutions. Um, it's sort of an obvious question, but what do we mean by resolution in this context? Um, is this... A, I've seen I've seen an important point made to distinguish between you know, at the beginning of a new year goals that you make and resolutions that you make. So, I, you know, 
what do we mean by what do you mean when you talk about you know discerning your resolutions for the year? What specifically, not in terms of content, but what it is that you're praying on? What are you talking about for yourself? Right. Um, you know, the uh, uh, for myself it means some sort of amendment of life, and usually it's about changing my a daily habit. Um, so where that structure, just kind of practical things in my day. This is not about, um, for me, like, oftentimes it is tied to maybe a spiritual reality or a greater freedom, as I said, to be open to God. But usually it's about some practical ordering of my day or my week. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I think for me, you know, a goal, you know, is, is something that can be, in a sense, temporary. It might have lasting effects, but it's temporary. Whereas it, it's what you just said, an amendment of life. We're do, it's my resolution for the year, but I'm not intending on January 1st of 2013 to, to, to go back to what I was doing before. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's meant to be something that's, that's permanent um, and uh, remains for the rest of my life. So, Okay, so um, anything else you want to share about your resolutions? Well, no. Do we actually want to get to them? Or? Well, I think so. That's what I'm waiting for. Okay. Um, so for me, uh, now I'm, I'm very excited to hear about your resolutions as well. I already spoke to that father. I don't have any. So oh. da, da, da. I'll come up with some while you tell us yours. <laughs> I'm glad you're going to carefully consider these. <laughs> After careful consideration, <laughs> reminds me. Can I give a short little please anecdote? Very please. So uh, this is in the seminary, and I'm serving mass. You know, we had a cycle of different seminarians that would serve mass because there's a lot of us there that serve mass for some odd reason. And uh, we're back, and the priests are there, and we're waiting for the deacon, who is a, a student, to show up, and the priest. Zion looks at the deacon and says, and, uh, I, I understand that you're preaching today, right? He's like, no, I'm not. He's like, well, no, it says here on the schedule that you're preaching today. He says, no, it says I'm, pre it says I'm preaching tomorrow. And they look at the schedule, and sure enough, the, uh, the deacon was preaching the next day, not that day. And so uh, Father didn't have anything prepared for his homily, and he was, you know, we were just about to say a little preparation prayer and then process out for the beginning of Mass. And so... Uh, gets time for the homily, and Father goes over after the deacon has pronounced the gospel, and Father's at the ambo, and he says, as I was preparing my homily, and he looks over at us, the servers on the side, and just kind of, <laughs> as you were preparing your homily. <laughs> so, as I was preparing my resolutions, I yes, don't yours. Your careful discernment, yes. Uh, a couple things. One is, uh, this year I'm going to schedule in uh, four hours a week for administrative work every week. Um, and that's and those are going to be hours in my schedule that are going to be as sacrosanct. Sacrosanct? Sacrosanct. As sacrosanct as any other appointment. Because uh, one of the things I find is that uh, I, uh, I'm always willing to meet with people, which is wonderful. Uh, I'm not always willing to meet with papers. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, 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 I just need to, I just need to get in that habit of doing that. And I'll be a better priest, uh, and I'll do and I'll be more free to meet with people because I don't have other things in my head. I'll be more free 
to me, God, my daily work, I think, with this sort of tweak. Is, and I, out of curiosity, so are you specifically um, scheduling an hour a day, four days a week, or is it going to be fluid from week to, seeing, looking at your schedule from week to week? Knowing myself, a set hour each day. Okay. It's just going to be there. Okay. I'm going to have to say to people, and this is going to be the hard part, I can't meet with you then. I have something else on my schedule. So, all right, so, so just to uh, ask, uh, I, I'm sure many people are anticipate a response, your response to this, but how is that about amendment of life? Mm-hmm. How, how is, is that, that amendment of how life? How is that about amendment of life? What is that? How is, we're talking about praying, and the fruit of your prayer is you're mm-hmm. going to meet with papers four hours a week? Right. You, and you've already, you've already alluded to, your, to the answer, but if you can flesh out how, your response to that question. Uh, so part of my responsibilities as a priest in, are not just uh, being a uh, uh, serving as Christ, uh, serving in persona Christi Capitus uh, in the sacraments, uh, not just simply uh, serving the position of Christ, uh, the divine physician, uh, for souls that are in need of help, or uh, uh, Jesus Christ, the good shepherd, but also as part of being a, an administrator. And uh, that's one thing I'm not very good at and I need to get better at. Mm-hmm. And partially because some of those administration things haunt my mind, my memory, right? And so my thoughts are, you know, oh, I haven't taken care of that yet. And things will pop into my head when I haven't taken care of them. And so this way, if I'm better at taking care of them, I'll be freer in those other moments. And also it's part of my life as a priest. And so I'm, I'm, um, I believe that God wants us that the more obedient we are to God, the more fruitful our life is. Mm-hmm. And so this is one area where I need to be more obedient to God. Yeah, and I think some, you know, some might read, well, what administrator? I mean, where's that in the New Testament? But the reality is, I mean, and, and maybe, maybe things could be structured differently, but that's the reality of the priestly life in the United States for the diocesan priesthood in the, at the beginning of the 21st century. That's part of your, as you said, your responsibility um, as a priest. Uh, and, and, and I think just to reiterate what you've already said, just my, my knowledge of the, of the life of, of our priests in this diocese and priests I know elsewhere, um, if you're able to address those things uh, as they come up, as as you're you're planning to do for this year, then it does make you more effective. As you said, you know, it's not going to be hanging in your head when you're being, oh man, I've got to get that 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 marriage those marriage papers filled out and turned in. Right. You can focus on the people you're meeting with when you're meeting with them because you know that you've got the time already that day, or you've got time yet that day to to focus on those more administrative responsibilities. Ephesians chapter four, uh, verse eleven and twelve. And he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers to give the holy ones for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Uh, I know some translations will say administrators instead of pastors. Hmm. So this is your notion of the gift of administration. There you go. There you go. Well, we didn't be in 1 Corinthians, but anyways, yeah, so... Uh, so that's one of my manifold resolutions. <laughs> we only have so much time here, Father. I mean, I know, I know, I know. And uh, the other, uh, maybe the other one, just to share on a, a practical note, would be um, to uh, make sure I get my rosary walk on campus each day. It's 
So just uh, I started off the semester pretty well with that. And I thought it was a good thing. I just got shaky on it towards the end. Uh, pray my rosary most of the time, but not always taking it for a walk on campus. So, mm. so why the, is it is it the the witness of it, or what is it that you found? Um... Well, one just to pray for the place itself, to pray in the place for the place. Mm. You know, um, always means more to uh, see someone face to face and things like that. And so for them to be able to see me, their priest, uh, just a, a good thing in that regard. And so. Very good. Okay, like I said, I don't have anything, so uh, <laughs> um, I don't need any moment of life. So I'm just you know cruise control through. I'm Doctor Birdwell, practically perfect in Indeed, everything. indeed. Yeah, he, pulled, like he pulled out his Mary Poppins tape measure, and that's what it said. My my wife might beg to differ, but you know. Oh, Jermaine. She's not here right now. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I think, and one of the points that I, I made to Father um, as we we're talking about today's, today's <clears throat> you know, I, I, to me, one of the important reasons to discern and pray our resolutions is to avoid biting off more than we can chew. And I already alluded to that a little bit, um, how I've, um, you know, just sort of petered out uh, later in the new year. Um, early in the new year resolutions and part of that is because I've been unrealistic and, and that's another way I think where we can f forget the, the axiom that grace builds on nature we can, we can choose resolutions that are frank, in a sense inhuman for us that, that don't take um, the concrete reality of, of where I am right now in my life into account and so I, I intend to do too much and I end up doing nothing instead so being I think prayerful and prudent in that way is also uh, an important thing. I, you know, I, I would imagine maybe, I, I don't know if the two resolutions that you gave, but, you know, rather than, okay, I'm going to schedule, you know, two hours a day or I'm going to get all of my paperwork done and, you know, first thing in the morning or whatever, but being, being attentive to the realities of, of our own human condition, I think, is, is so important as well. So. Exacto mundo. Okay. Thank you for Father being open, so open um, and sincerely about being so open about both the process, your process of discernment, and then uh, the example of those two particular resolutions that you shared with us. My pleasure. So, anything, uh, uh, anything else that you want to comment on as as we draw to a close here in this regard? No. 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 Okay. Good. So. Um, I think we'll leave it at that again. I, it's, it's certainly not too early for me and the rest of you um, who haven't, you know, there's nothing magical in that one actually, on January 1st. Go ahead. Actually, go ahead. it's not too late. It's not too late. Yes. It's, it's, yes, it is. Yes, you're right. It's not too late. Could it be too early? It's not too early. It's not too early to discern your resolutions for 2013. No, it's not too late to discern your resolutions for 2012. Uh, so maybe this will prompt me to do just that. As Father puts his, his palm on his large forehead. It's only a forehead. It's not a five-head. <laughs> All right. Well, Father, thank you. Thanks again for, for sharing um, with us. And you and I will be back next week with another exciting episode of Prairie Rome Companion.